0: good morning and good after or good afternoon whichever it happens to be around you know the time that you are listening to this set i hope you are ready to have a beautiful day or that if it's the evening you've had a beautiful day um i hope it was nice and easy for you uh and for those who had a rough day, I am sorry that you've had a rough day, and I do hope it gets better for you, and I'm uh, sending positive thoughts and vibes to everybody, I hope everybody, you know, turns around if it's rough, and if you had a great day, that's, that's awesome, I'm glad you had a great day, I'm, I think I'm struggling this morning, and, uh, Um, It's one of those days where I need just a moment. You know. I did not sleep well. I think it's one of those days that... ...kind of everything negative kind of weighs on my mind a lot. And... ...when you're home alone... ...you know... ...your mind tends to... ...easily... ...race and think about everything, because you don't have anything really to distract you, you don't have somebody else to really distract you, you know, Mm -hmm. especially, um, you know, especially when you're, you're sick like I am, oh, I have not taken my heart medication, speaking of the (laughs) witch, um, when you're sick like I am, and you're home alone, and you technically only have cats for entertainment, And don't get me wrong, I love my cats. I love my cats completely. And they're absolutely adorable, but they're asleep right now. So, uh, with them being asleep, I don't have entertainment. So, I thought I could try to work on my book or something, you know? Um, I've been trying to write this book. Crazily enough, I've been trying to write it for like five years. Um, But with my health, I've started. And I'd get stuck, kind of like writer's block, or my health would crash. I'd get hospitalized, um, and I would actually forget about it, which I know sounds weird, but I would completely forget I was writing a book. Um, and that kind of happens, I think, with you know the medication I'm stuck on, kind of messes with me. And I've always, not always been on medication like this that makes me super sick. But heart medications have always tend to make me feel bad. Um, but sadly, you know, I have. To, to take them this time, now there have been other times where I just said fuck it, and I quit, and, way, excuse my language, I do tend to cuss a little bit um, I am a sailor's daughter <laughs> yeah, military brat, pretty much, half some of my family grew up caught, some of them grew up military but anyways, that's not the point My <laughs> medication, you know most heart medications have always made me feel Worn down or tired. Now, sadly, the ones I'm on now, this is the worst ones I've ever been on. But they are completely keeping my PVCs at a, mostly at a zero. I'm pretty sure. Like ever since I've been on it, I haven't had like one. I've only had maybe a couple PVCs at the most. Like it's been really great. We finally found a medication, which in all the 12 years we never, I don't think we've ever found a medication that. You know that completely knocks that out and that's insane you know i'm used to going to the hospital always having the beep 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 like monitor just going off because it thought something was wrong because the my heart rate would go from 30 to 160 within a few seconds and then it dropped back down to 40 and then dropped back up to 150 and it always drove the doctors crazy and the nurses crazy because no matter what I was always constantly going off. So the nurses had to keep checking on me. You know, it got to the point where they stopped really checking on me. Because they knew it was just my heart being my heart. Anyway, sorry. I was taking a drink. Um, anyways. Back to the original. You know. So an off day today as you can see i was actually supposed to take my medicine like 49 minutes ago but i've been forgetting crap i need a soda now so i guess we're gonna take a walk as much as i can luckily i haven't had my medication and i'm sorry if i get a little too far away i haven't had my medication so with not having my medication i'm able to be a little bit more active and i think that's the part that really sucks Mm. as i spill soda all over me sorry, I know I'm, I'm being a little quiet now, um, but so, I just, you know, I've been actually having these weird dreams that I don't even remember, um, and they've been kind of odd because I, I've been waking up in panics, um, I think within, well, it's been over a week now, but Like, two days ago, it was a week. I had woken up three or four times in the middle of the night. Why did I grab that? I grabbed my koozie and not the can that I'm trying to recycle. Anyways. Um. Sorry, it's trying to, trying to explain this. So, within, like I said, it's been about nine, ten days now. But, um, it was like within a week, I would be waking up in a panic. Um. And telling my husband we need help. Like stop this. This, this is happening. Stop it. You know. Um, I, we do end up remembering one of the nights. And of course I had no soda downstairs. So I got to make my way upstairs. Sorry. <laughs> when I was. When I said that this was going to be about daily life. Like I literally kind of meant daily life. Um, I'm going to be doing stuff while I'm talking about how daily life is for me. You know. Mm-hmm. And people can kind of just commu- you know relate and even if you don't fully relate i'm pretty sure eventually there will be something i talk about that you could probably relate to on having a rough day or a good day so i guess it's kind of just documenting not really documenting but you know i guess i I don't know i don't want to say documenting i don't know the right word but kind of i don't know how much time i have left No one does. I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be, like, dark or anything about it. But we don't really know how much time I have left. And, you know, I figured if I can, I don't know, reach out to others and make them not feel alone. And this kind of goes over the last of my days, you know, however long. You know, it could be a year. It could be ten years. Like, we really don't know. But, um. Sorry, I do tend to babble. And I have some time in my pot, with these, my, my, my chats. <laughs> might not even make sense, but, and I do, like I said, I, I, actually, I don't think I ever said this, I do tend to go off subject a lot, um, I am, I do have ADHD, or ADD, whichever one it is, um, cause, I kinda think I go back and forth, because there's some days I'm hyper, and then there's some days I'm not, now with my heart medication, I am, cannot get hyper, like, um, it's like, you know, it it like puts a fog in my brain, so I just get really out of it, and tired, and dizzy because I'm constantly feeling like I'm spinning blurs my vision, I can't even watch, I can't even watch TV, um but, another day, well, or another time, I will go over that, I'm kinda going off topic again uh, sorry, I'm actually worn out from having to go upstairs, oh crap, I'm meant to bring a couple sodas downstairs rat's ass Anyways, so, but, so, again, back to not sleeping well, been waking up in a panic, one of the nights we actually do remember what I was panicking about, I, for some reason, thought warm water was getting spilt into bed, and I know this is odd, like, the fact that it was warm water, uh, the only one thing that would be warm <laughs> is someone paid the bed but I, that wasn't what I was thinking like I literally was saying there's warm water leaking to the bed and I was trying to wake up my husband I did wake him up and I was panicked like in a full out panic and it was like started off as me asleep and I was already waking him up like shaking him but I started hearing myself speaking and I slowly like I, I kind of started waking up and then I woke up, fully woke up. I was panicked, like, and I was still shaking him. I was still, even though I was waking. It took me about thirty seconds to a minute to realize that there's nothing wrong, and I'm panicking for no reason. Now, the weird part is, is he did get me a warm, like a heated blanket for my Christmas because I'm always cold, having heart issues. I'm constantly cold. My hands are always ice cold. My feet are always cold. Um, I have, I, my, I cannot keep myself warm, but I have bad circulation. Um, so, even in, like, 69 degree air, I, I'm, I'm freezing. But, anyways, sorry, had a hiccup there. Um, the blanket had gotten bunched up between us a little bit, and so, and the heat was still on, um, because ours has a timer, so we can leave it on, and then it'll turn itself off so it's safe. You know, so we don't have to worry about it staying on t- all the time and g- something happening. Um, but it had gotten, gotten bunched up between us, so since it was on top, like, bunched up, I guess, the heat, on top of the heat, it made it really hot. You know, underneath it, or like, on the bed area. And I guess my husband had rolled... And it made me kind of roll back. So I kind of slowly rolled into the heat. So on my hip, I kind of slowly felt heat going down my leg. And I guess that's what set it off. Like, that's the only thing we could think of. Like, and so there was that. But the other, three, you know, two or three times that I panicked, we really can't remember. Now, my husband does say he thinks two, two times was the warm, was the warm water. And, um, but I, I actually have a sleep tracker, but it happened to be the night that I had the panic attacks. I forgot to turn it on and it like records, you know, my sleep and I'm needing a better one, but I can't really afford like the premium, like subscription ones. So it kind of sucks. I got to find the ones that are free. Um but, you know, it's okay, it's not a bad one, like, the one I have is is decent, um, I just think with my issues I'm having, a a better one would be nice, but, um, so that's been, like, kind of on my mind, and then there's been issues, like, I am struggling with gore and, and death and blood, you know, and even in animes, I love animes, it's, like, the only thing I watch mostly, like, ...when I watch TV is, is anime. Like, I rarely, rarely watch something else. Now, I'm not saying I don't watch other stuff... ...but anime is probably like 90% of when, what I watch when I watch TV. Um, we don't even have cable. We just use the subscriptions. And Crunchyroll and High Diver are the two I, I use. I absolutely love both of them. They have a lot of good animes and so much to watch. And they're still constantly adding new stuff, which is great. Um... So, but now, like, I'm having issues with gore from animates, and I've never, I've never had issues with gore, really, now I've always had severe anxiety, I am diagnosed with, um, severe anxiety attacks, uh, and scary things freak me out, gore did, not scary things, like, like, Walking Dead, I love Walking Dead, I love zombies, but they caused me to have anxiety attacks, like, if it got too scary, like, if it was too tense of a situation in the show, um, I struggled, like, I would have anxiety attack, but I could normally just hide my head, get that part over, and I was good, um, in September, I did almost die, we were not sure, we weren't sure if I was gonna make it, um, my, my defibrillator went off three times within, like, four or five hours, um, and it was terrifying, I ended up getting COVID, and I was already really sick, now, so everybody, like, people are like, oh, COVID did it to you, no, it it actually was not COVID, I was already really sick, um, I was very mal, mal, you know what, I can't think of this word, I, I wasn't nourished, (laughs) I was not, able to eat the way I needed to eat I dropped tons of weight because in March I had made well a dentist had helped just make a decision for me to have all my teeth pulled um I don't like I've been hiding for a year because of it he convinced us that pulling my teeth would be cheaper and a better option um my teeth I had all my teeth for the most part um Now, my front teeth were damaged, um, but mainly because of my heart disease, um, that didn't help, um, bad immune system and stuff like that, um, medication that I was taking all over all the years, um, were bad for my teeth. I I love, don't get me wrong, I love sweets, I love chocolate, I drink soda, I know that did not help at all, um, and depression, like, uh, and then I also had bad genetics from both my parents' sides, um. But, like I said, yeah, I I had depression. At the age of 20, I was told I wasn't going to live. You know, I would, I've always been told I'm going to die young. And I think that would cause anybody some, you know, issues. If not, then, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird, but I'm I'm pretty positive. Anybody at the age of 20, two days after having your second child, and you get told you had a few months to live, so I had my son in August, and they said I had to probably tell about May, now they couldn't give me exact, but they didn't think I was going to make it past May, they said my heart was failing, and it was going to keep failing, they didn't think my body had what it took, I guess, to heal itself, so, I mean, and then it's just been around about since then, like, I, obviously, 12 years later, (laughs) I'm here, you know, um, but, even though I've surpassed everything the doctors have told me still hearing it, you know? Because eventually when is like it's still in your head, when is it gonna happen? Like they can't tell me obviously they're wrong, so when is it really gonna happen? And I think that would weigh on anybody's mind. You know? I don't and it's hard, you know. Now I'm a mama four, thirty two, I'm only thirty two. And my heart's failed for a fourth time. You know? And you're always told I don't know if you I mean I was always told three three strikes you're out. Guess I got lucky and I got fourth. I got one more. <laughs> one more chance. Um sorry, a little but anyways, so anybody would deal with depression. So of course during depression spouts, people who have experienced heavy depression, you don't really take care of your hygiene, you know. Why is my Wi-Fi off? I just never realized my Wi-Fi off. I just got a data (laughs) notated. Anyways, so... Sorry, I had to fix my Wi-Fi. I am using my phone to do all this, so... uh, I have... This is all new to me. I'm not even sure how to fully work Inker yet. So I'm still trying to figure out things. And I so I do uh, hope you'll forgive me if it's not exactly high quality just yet. I, I am doing this for my phone. I did find out they have like a web page and you can do editing and stuff on there too. My laptop that I have with me on the couch. So I have a laptop to do stuff with. Because um, I can't move around a lot, uh, is very very old and very slow. I do not think it is capable of doing my, you know, my the podcast stuff on it. But um, if I hopefully I can get eventually get because I have a uh, high end computer. It was again like my gaming streaming computer that's just kind of sitting there now. Um, I have nice webcams, and not like a high-end mic, a decent mic. My husband has a high, a nice mic. He's got a, one of the blue Yetis. So nice. Um, but I'd be able to use that. But the goal is to get healthy enough where I can, you know, be on my computer again, stream and game and stuff. I know it's like, well, why couldn't you? I've had people like, why can't you game? You know, you never realize how much gaming how much energy it takes you know and of course dreams you know hard getting everything set up if your camera's not in the right spot you know fixing your mics if your mic's not working or if it's not in the right spot people can't hear you so I ended up burning a lot of energy and like I said with this medication I I had none and I'm always dizzy so being dizzy you know makes it really hard to do stuff um but so as of right now I'm having to do this uh, on, off my phone which I don't mind either and hopefully said it'll manage while I'm still trying to figure things out but anyways so back to the rough day ramblings <laughs> pretty much what I'm calling it uh, you know I I think the last thing I really I remember mentioning before I realized my Wi-Fi wasn't on I had to fix that um, being told for the past 12 years, I am not going to live, to become old, like, I'm I'm gonna not, I'm gonna die young, um, and every, in the, blah, 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 obviously I'm gonna trip over my words, and I know I'm kind of jumping from subject to subject, and this, kind of, bear with me for a moment, because i I have had so much happen to me. I think my biggest issue is. I'm talking about one thing. But then why explaining that one thing. Something else had happened. To cause that thing. And then before that something else had happened to cause that. So sadly I have events. That literally have triggered everything. So I pretty much you know. This triggered this. And then this triggered this. And it's just been going on for the past 12 years. So it's been. I won't, I won't say I've had a horrible life. Like I have not had a horrible life, but I have, I have had a rough life with battling my health, uh, and being a mom. And I, I won't lie. Like I've made some choices that were not the smartest choices. Um, you know, but you, I know like there's right from right and wrong and you kind of know what's right and wrong. And I, I know what you know I know what's right and wrong but the choices I made weren't a choice that you knew it was gonna be a wrong choice or not it wasn't something like that you know I got married at 19 at that time I didn't know it was the wrong choice for me um but if I hadn't done it I wouldn't have my beautiful 12 year old and he is my I love my boys I love my kids I have two girls two boys kids are literally my life and probably the reason why I am still here when doctors said I shouldn't be you know defy the odds they always told me that I had a will to live and the first thing I would say is yeah my kids and my husband too like my husband has been such a freaking rock for me he does not have an easy life because of me suddenly but he still works his ass off for me and the kids he doesn't give up but, anyways, so it, the ramblings, you know, I it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to say talk about one thing, and then because I don't want to. I mean, I want to talk about this, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense. And you, unless you know why it happened, so having to go back and explain that. So that's why it's kind of rambling. So I do apologize. I kind of, I'm all over the place. Um, eventually, I do plan on like. I guess I can kind of start, you know, not now, but, you know, go through and, like, go over all the events that happened starting at the younger age. You know, how it all started at 16 when I first got my chronic chest pains. And sadly, it did start at 16. Now, before that, I was healthy. I was so freaking healthy. And it just happened out of nowhere. I literally went from being healthy and very sporty I played softball, basketball. I tried track, but I found I had weak ankle, so couldn't do track. Volleyball, tennis, same thing. I tried tennis, ended up having weak ankle, couldn't do tennis. Um, softball was my life. I in band. I was in man, I was in marching band. Played the clarinet. Played the very saxophone. And I gave up that too by living my disease. My my heart. I I I've lived my. Sickness, which I regret so much. I gave up so much talent. I mean, I I mean, I thought I was in talent. I, my goal was to play softball with the the USA female softball team. That was my dream. That was my world. I wanted it so bad. I could play every single position in softball, except for pitcher. <laughs> um, third and uh, catcher were my two favorite spots. Though, um, I had an arm on me. Uh, and I was able to when I was catcher I could literally like usually throw if I caught it and someone tried to steal I could usually get it to the base that they were trying to steal um or make it to anyways switching off again on topics but um tried I could eventually probably go through and try to make an episode of each individual thing that happened and might be able to explain it better. <laughs> so but I don't know. we'll 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 take it as we go and we'll see where where, where it leads to, I guess. I don't you know, this whole thing is just kind of, like I said before, just something to do, try to help out the family you know, maybe help out myself, and help out, help others, you know, that are struggling, you know, or not, I mean, you don't even have to be struggling, like, just, you know, needing something different to listen to, I don't know, but, uh, anyways, good lord, uh, so, you know, rough day mind all over the place as you can tell going through talking about like what's caused it you know um malnutrition oh yeah sorry I got COVID um but it wasn't COVID that actually made my heart fail sadly it moved it along faster it pushed it said okay you would take two or three months for this to happen I'm I'm gonna make it happen now (laughs) that's pretty much it did it just put me at the front of the queue of you know being you know my device going off I, I really don't even know how to explain it but um so March actually it was February I think we had the dinner went to the dentist I was not able to eat very well because I had a really bad um I had a couple of cav- cavities I'm gonna lie like my mouth wasn't like I had all my teeth but I had some really bad cavities and it got to the point like everything does not matter what I ate it hurt like my I was going days um I was literally going days not eating because my mouth hurt so bad. And my husband was like, no, we got to do something. You know, I wasn't able to eat. Like, um, so I was already getting sick, but then, so Dennis convinced us, you know, they're like, Hey, we can fix all this. It's going to cost you, you know, 10,000, you know, five to seven to $10,000. Cause they would need to fix a lot of teeth, pull some teeth. Um, so a couple root canals. Um, they were going, you know, they would pull some and put a filler tooth in. or uh, Like, I'm not exactly sure what it's called. Um, need, my jaw needed to be re, needs to be broken and realigned because it's not lined up, I guess, properly. Um, I have TMJ really bad. Um, well, not really bad, but my jaw will occasionally lock up. But, um, so a lot of work technically, you know, my bottom, my top teeth were straight. But my bottom teeth were not fully straight, um, in the front. So, there, you know, there was that. So, quite a bit, you know, like, they were, they were like, we can fix it, but it's going to cost. And the thing is, in five or ten years, because of your health, because of your genetics, because of your medication, you would have, this is, we'll just repeat, you know, you know, uh, if you have any depression, you know, your teeth, like, if you don't take care of them, you know, that'll add on to it, so... Kinda of got pretty much told, you know, that every so, like, ever after so long, it's just gonna go to waste. All the money we put into it is gonna go to waste, and we'd have to redo it, which made sense. I mean, if it happened once, I can see if I still had actual teeth, it would happen again, you know. And I didn't want to spend that much money just to for have to, re, you know, redo it and over and over- all over- the pain. So he said the other option was go ahead and pull all your teeth and get you dentures. We know you're 32, but you know a lot. It's happening to a lot of people nowadays, you know, for different reasons. And you kind of just got the the end of the stick, it by having multiple cases, of, multiple things going against you for this to happen. So at least with dentures, you know, you get the dentures. It's way cheaper, you know. And in five or ten years, yeah, your jawbones can change, and you have to. You know we're get maybe getting new dentures that fit a little better, but that that's it. you know it's not gonna cost nearly as much. so we were convinced that I was already struggling to eat so and and I was going I was getting malnutrition malnutrition. I think that was the word I was looking for earlier. I needed to do something, you know um we decided to get my teeth pulled, and the second part is is more than half I think at least half my teeth were fine, you know. More probably more than half. I I not, not I'm not exactly sure on that. So, but again, made the decision to get my teeth pulled. I had all of my teeth, all my teeth pulled at once, and it was so. I I even though they numbed it, and I was I was on the gas, the laughing gas. Um, it was still very uncomfortable. There was still pain, and all I could remember is hearing the crack. Ugh. As he cracked and like ripped out each tooth. It was so loud in my head. Oh man, I was regretting that decision as soon as that started. But it was too late. I mean, there was not really much I could do. Um, now there was a process before I got my teeth pulled. They did the denture stuff. They fitted me for that. But they actually skipped a process I found out. But I didn't know. So they, you know, did the mold... You know, they did the bite. You had to make sure the bite was right. And then they sent it off. I guess there was supposed to be a, from what other dentists told me, a wax mold comes back first. And they have you you come in and try it on to see if the dentures fit your mouth. They didn't do that for me they did not do that at all, so the next time I came in, my, after multiple things, I had to keep coming back, um, because I kept having these huge bone splinters popping out, and they were hurting, I would, and I was having, like, a lot, and it was more than usual, so I ended up having, like, coming in four, four, or four, I think four times within, like, once a week, um, for them to have to grind down and pull out these bone spurs, they were so painful, and I know most people are like, oh, you normally get bone splinters, but I had an excessive amount for some reason, according to him. He had no clue why. Um, but he, he he was like and he even told me he like on the last time he was like, I've never you know, I you've had multiple times I've done this, you know, and for and I'm not even charging you for it. You know, this is costing me money fixing it for you. I should have known right then, there, that there that was a mistake. Like, something was off. A dentist should not... Should, I don't think they should have told me that. I don't think that was right. But I, I was up there by myself at the time. And I didn't... I didn't really catch it. Really. I remember it. Like, I just... It didn't click and, until I told somebody what he had said. And then they were like, what? He said that? And I'm like, yeah... I I, I was like, but isn't that, I mean, if I've came in multiple times, and this is not normal, I mean, it it did, he he wasn't lying, and they were like, I would never tell a patient that, ever, that I'm losing money to help you, and then I was like, okay, I kind of see it, that's wrong, Um, but again, so, I didn't do the wax step, so the next time I went in, after my swelling was down, after four weeks of having my teeth pulled, I think it was like five weeks, um, really. And, you know, I kept having to get st- stitches because they have, have kept having to grind these big bumps down. So I get, next time I'm in, I'm, I've said like three times, I'm sorry. Um, time to fit the dentures to see if they fit. And I get there and they check. They said, oh, looks good. I put my dentures in my mouth and my mouth is like forced to be wide open. Like, my mouth is, oh, I, I, I it's uncomfortable, like, super uncomfortable, and they're like, oh, it's the swelling, you know, but you need a, you know what, I messed up my story, the day, I think I had my dentures the day I had my teeth pulled, that, okay, so I did mess up my story, I can't believe I messed up my own story, the day I got my teeth pulled, I actually had my dentures available, I forgot about that, because they sent me home, with my dentures and they said do not take them out it's helping stop the bleeding um that's what i remember so i, I got i got sent home but my mouth was stuck open like really wide like i remember my mouth being and i kind of looked at and i was like my husband was like she can't close her mouth and they were like oh that's just because the swelling you know and i had a gauze in there a little bit and they said once the swelling goes down they'll feel better I literally had to take my dentures out that night because I was screaming in pain because it, my mouth hurt so bad. And I, they gave me medicine. Um, I was even on uh, medicinal, I had my, my life, medical license, um, medicinal license, not medical. Uh, and I was using oils that are RTO, or like I was using these oils. You can rub on wounds and sores that help. And it was doing great for the pain. It was helping a lot. And it was helping with the swelling. But the bleeding wouldn't stop. I think I bled for like 3 or 4 days. So that was nerve wracking. Um, But they said it was fine. You know. So you know. We go through all this. Um, I kept. I couldn't. I couldn't wear my dentures. Like after I took them out. I could not put them back in at all. It hurt way too bad. So sadly I was not able to put my dentures. So I was just using gauze. Against my mouth anyways so and I'm sorry I do say anyways a lot go through that I go in like once a week get the bone splinters fixed these huge lumps fixed on my bottom mouth I ended up getting this huge lump that was like I had a it was like I had a pea like a green pea the food underneath my gums merging out and it was my bone and he had to cut that and grind that down which hurt some more stitches so it took about four or five weeks for all that to heal and I was able to go back because that's when they need to do some adjustments to the dentures and I go in and I say hey this doesn't feel right my mouth I cannot close my mouth I literally cannot close my mouth the dentures and they were like oh well we just need to do some grinding down soft soft fix soft tissue I, I can't remember a soft something and they add they pretty much measured it they like ground down a little bit of the gum area on the dentures. And then they put some filling in it. That you know it was soft. That would help mold it to my gums. Being all bumpy and stuff. Because we couldn't afford to get that all smoothed out. Suddenly. Um, we could barely afford these dentures. Like my mom had to help. Cover half the cost. Because it was over $3,000 for the procedure. The dentures were only $800. The procedure to get all my teeth removed. Was twenty six, twenty seven hundred, 2700 or whatever. So it we had it took a little bit to get the money for that. It hurt us. So after they cut, they kinda do the soft alignment. Soft alignment, I think that's what it is. Um, they put we put my dentures in my mouth and my mouth is still stuck open and I'm like I couldn't talk. I was like, Oh, I can't do it. And I was drooling. Like I was trying to talk to her, I was like, I can't do that like, like I can't close my mouth. Like this does not right. and I'm gagging. Like two in between, like I'm trying to. And she was like, "They were like, oh well, this is how it's gonna look, you know. It'll go down, you know, once it's swelling. If you're swelling, once it's down, they'll fit better. It'll be, it, this is this is how it's supposed to look." I literally leave their office crying, um, because this didn't feel right. Like, but they said, "Give it six months. That's when you come back. We do the, you know, and we'll check it." That was it. They did not mention anything else. They just told me this was how it's supposed to be. Um, now, mind you, I'm pretty positive when me and my husband went in and the dentist talked me into fixing, getting my, my dentures, he told us that if, cause I explained to him my worry, my parents had issues with their dentures, they couldn't get them right. And the money to get it fixed, it, it my mom went through hell with her dentures, trying to get them. And they still don't even, she's had them for 10 years or so, I think. And hers still don't fit her right. Like they still cause her issues. When I I I warned the dentist. I was like, I do not want to go through this. Like, I do not want to go through what my parents went through. And they were they were like, Yeah, we understand. If there's any issues, we'll fix it. You know, that's our job. If it's not done right, we'll fix it. And for I was like for free. They're like, Yeah, we'll fix it. I'm pretty positive it was along that line. And my husband kind of remembers too. Um. But I mean, we have don't. There's no proof. There's like no camera to prove it sadly. so I I'm crying when I leave the dentist because there are times that's how it's going to be but they promised to get better so we, we took it we would never had dentures so we took it and we believed them months go by I keep trying to put my dentures in I can't wear them I cannot eat with them I cannot talk with them I cannot close my mouth I literally just drool everywhere does not get better with time you know, and my husband called, and he, he complained, like, he was, like, this doesn't look right, like, he fought for me, hardcore, like, he went up there, and, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what happened, because I was already emotional, and I didn't, so I didn't go with him, but he stepped up, like, he, he knew something seemed off, and, but they told him, give the six-month mark, six months, if it's not better, da-da-da, we'll, 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 we'll go from there, there was never a mention of a hard lining. There was never mention of needing a hard lining done. Six months comes up. I go, I go, and we. Why did we call? And we're like, this is what's happening. They still are way too big, and they said there's nothing they can do. Like. They said that's the way it's supposed to be. And my husband's like, she can't talk. She can't eat. Her gums are no longer swollen. Like, this isn't right. And they said, well, that's how it's supposed to be or something, you know. And again, I know my my story is not exactly because you would technically need his side of the story. He would be able to explain what he did for me. Um, maybe one day I can get him on here. Uh, (laughs) explain what he did because he went ham like I know he went hard like calling the insurance and stuff after some other things happened before so um, anyways but my dad okay so my my parents are like you need to see another dentist you need a second opinion my dad took me to his dentist who ended up fixing his teeth and they look great you cannot even tell he has dentures like they look so good he has issue with his bottoms but it's just mainly when he eats warm stuff they pop out so it's not that but they look good and I'm just like and I go in there and I have my dentures and I just like, they didn't even realize my dad, they were like, I was like, I had my dentures in and I was like, this isn't right. They were like, yeah, that doesn't look normal. And I was like, I looked at my dad, I point out, I was like, that's what I want to look like. I should look like that. And they're like, wait, what? They said, sir, do you have dentures? And he's like, yeah, your dentist did it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no wonder why they look so good. Like, it was just a joke, but you know, they look good. And, you know, I, I'm about to go back in tears because I'm like, I just want to be normal. I just want to eat. I can't even eat with them. I'm stuck eating soft foods. Mind you, I've lost 30 pounds, pretty much. I am down to 98 pounds from 120, like, 100, whatever. Like, either way, I've lost a lot of weight within a few months. And, by, and now it's been six months, so it's really bad. I cannot gain weight. I'm stuck eating improper foods we're and we're trying boost shakes we're trying you know ensure the boost shakes extra protein protein powder now in may i got really sick i was in the hospital and that's when they were like okay you need to be doing this to get your weight up you know and we were like okay so we started trying to eat better foods for me finding you know i was grinding up all my food it was so gross like just ruins the food having to eat mush all the time um So, in September, which was actually my six-month mark, I believe, for my teeth being removed, I was very malnourished. Um, Sorry, this one's a little harder to talk about. My husband went out of town. I was already kind of immobilized because they had put me on heart medications in May. That made me sick. Um, I was, it, that's where it kind of started. I was, I was very sick and I felt like I was nauseous, so tired. I was sleeping so much. Um, my blood pressure was extremely low, obviously. Um, I couldn't eat properly. Medicine dropped my blood pressure. The heart medication I was on figure out what it's called, something wasn't right, but my husband had to go to town for work, you know, my parents luckily are house down, um, so I wasn't alone, and I have kids, you know, my oldest is 14, um, well y'all don't know, but y'all now know, my oldest is 14, you know, uh, my second oldest is 13, youngest boy is 12, my youngest daughter is 8. So I had luckily they're all at the ages they can kind of take care of themselves. I was just there, you know, I was there to be there. If they needed me, you know, dinners, do what I can, you know. Anyways, my husband goes out of town for work. He comes back after nine days. And that night, he notices he doesn't feel good. We didn't think anything of it. We thought jet lag, you know, because he was on a plane. The morning, next morning, we, we sleep in the same bed. Next morning, he's very sick. Takes a test. It was COVID. We went, oh, fuck. So then I, I, I we separate. We quarantined. He stayed upstairs. I went downstairs on the couch where I normally am at because I can't do much anyways. And I'm fine. For like So it was Saturday that he tested positive. Monday mornings when I started feeling bad no I was like just feeling a little off it wasn't too bad but by the time it was time for me to go get my kids uh, my daughter my youngest from school um, I started getting really really cold I was shivering I couldn't stop shaking I was so cold I could not get warm so after I got my daughter took my temperature it was like 100 it wasn't that bad but I was cold I got two blankets and a heating pad. Actually, I actually started with one blanket and a heating pad. I had a heating pad under underneath the blanket. I still couldn't get warm, so I asked my kids if they can bring me another one. So I brought me another blanket. I had that in between the two blankets and I still couldn't get warm. So then I hollered out for another blanket. So a third blanket. This one's like a thick comforter blanket. I'm still cold. I was still shivering. I wasn't even sweating. I was my, my body was cold. Um, taking my temperature, I had 101 temperature. Call out and ask for another blanket, another thick blanket. I put it in, so I put the heating pad in between the four blankets. You know, there's two heating pads and two. I'm still cold, and at that rate, I had 103 fever, and I still could not, could not get warm. Took a COVID test, though. I actually took a COVID test before I started feeling that way, and it was negative. Um, so we didn't think I had COVID, but then after I went to go get my daughter, all that stuff started happening. Um, my husband was like, you need to take another COVID test. Maybe you did something wrong. I do there's a good chance I might've done it wrong. Every COVID I had ever taken was wrong. And see other, my kids have had COVID and I didn't catch it. My daughter's had COVID twice and I didn't catch it. And I have, a, I have heart issues. Like I have really bad immune system and I didn't catch it, so it was crazy, we were like, um, but I had gone two years, and I've never caught it, parents caught it multiple times, my big sister, all of them, my little brother, they've had it, you know, but my family had mostly avoided it until my old, my youngest daughter, she had it the first year of COVID, and then my oldest boy got it last year, um, my, my 12-year-old has not gotten it, that we know of, but anyways, so, I'm freezing, I have a 103 temperature and my husband's like we're giving you another COVID test and so I start doing it, he's like what are you doing, he's like you're not supposed to sw- swab it like that, so I guess I did it wrong and he's reading the, the instructions okay, so he's standing in front of me he's looking over the instructions, because I was like no, that's the way the other one told me to do it and he's like no, that's not right so he's looking at the instructions and I guess I pass out I kind of just lean over and fall over and he kind of looks up, and then all of a sudden, my body jerks really bad. I passed out, and then my body jerks really hard, and then I start screaming, holding my pacemaker, saying, It burns, it hurts, it hurts. My pacemaker, my defibrillator went off for the first time. It was so much pain. I couldn't, I didn't even know who was around me. All I knew is I was in a lot of pain. Scream, call the ambulance, call and get I I I I was hollering. My husband calls the ambulance. Or my husband's trying to take care of me. He tells my youngest daughter go get Emma Sorry this one's hard. My eight year daughter, eight year old daughter, had a race. Luckily not far like I said there's a house and then it's my parents house so we're not far same side so she didn't have to cross the street or anything my oldest 14 is just standing there on the other side of the couch didn't know what to do my my husband's trying to he's on on the phone with ambulance tells our 8 year old to go get ammo just my mom so we could get her over here, so he could help. Because he didn't know what to do. He's never—I mean, he—he—he he, he just knew to get an ambulance. He knew something was wrong. I've never had this happen before. So he's trying to keep keep me awake. I guess I keep nodding off a little bit. I'm still in so much pain. I'm freezing still. I'm—I'm I'm screaming. I'm cold and pain. I couldn't even control myself. Like I literally cannot stop. The words coming out of my mouth. I just knew something was so wrong. So my mom's there. She's trying to figure, you know, how keep me calm. Ambulance arrives. The EMTs come in. They're asking me questions, and I'm like, trying to answer them the best I can. And Another group is talking to my husband. I guess I pass out again while trying to talk to EMTs. My head just falls over to the, falls over to the side. My device goes off for the second time. In front of the EMT. So they got to see it. They checked my blood pressure. They're like her blood pressure is low. Um, my husband did make sure to let them know. That I was pretty sure I had COVID. Um, but the funny thing is. That COVID test showed negative. I mean it actually no sorry. It didn't show anything. It hadn't gone through yet. Like for some reason it did not show anything yet. Like it has never been done. So. They see that my device goes off again, they check my temperature, They it spiked it's to 103, they're like, they couldn't even cover me, they were like, I'm so sorry, honey, we cannot cover you, we gotta get your temperature down, you gotta get the cold, you know, you gotta get your temperature down, it's really bad, you cannot have this high of a temperature, so I'm guessing it was like 103, 104, I can't remember at the time, but it was really bad and I had to go on, un- with no covers on, no blanket, nothing over me, I'm freezing, screaming i'm freezing i'm so cold i'm in pain and i know they felt bad they tried to talk to me they tried to bring up other things to i think keep me distracted um and they were so nice because i remember getting to the hospital and the new helicopter i guess the hospital that i went had gotten a new helicopter um and they're, pulling, not pulling me out, but they're, you know, wheeling me out of the stretcher. And one, I see one has some tattoos. And I say, I, I mentioned, I realize, like, I really like your tattoos. And I'm telling them, thank you for getting me here. And, you know, they were, like, talking about, oh, they were, about the helicopter. And I can't exactly remember what he said, what, how, what started it. I think I asked about the noise. And he, one of them mentioned that how they have their their license to the pilot one. And they were like, "You want to go on a ride? Like, I'll, I'll take you for a ride on the helicopter." <laughs> like, like you know, think about that. Like, really great guys. You know, they were they were great. They got me hospital very quickly. They did their job well, and I will forever be thankful for them because an hour after getting in the hospital, my device went off a third time. Sadly, my mom, and my big sister, were right there holding onto my hands. When it went off. So my. And to let you know. My device was going off. Because I was going into cardiac arrest. I forgot to mention that. My heart. I can't remember if it was beating so fast. Or if it was trying to stop on me. I honestly I cannot remember. At this time. But so now. My husband and kids. Had experienced my device going off DMT's strangers but still probably still and and now my mom and my big sister because my husband said something's wrong with something wrong with Kitty my mom was of course over she followed the ambulance you know pretty much but my big sister she lives like 30 minutes away it would have been like a 35 minute drive 30-40 minute drive from where she lives to the hospital (laughs) My husband didn't have to tell her. <sighs> Sorry, this one's hard. Um, didn't have to tell her exactly what was going on. He just said something's wrong with Kitty, and she said, "I'll meet." I was like, "I'll meet you at the hospital." He, sadly, my husband had COVID, so he couldn't even go to the hospital with me. He couldn't do anything. He just so. I had to take the ambulance alone. Um, and, uh... The scary part is, is the nurse said, Hey, try not to touch her when her device goes off, because they could actually get shocked, too, if they are touching me. Um, luckily, they didn't. But after it went off, like, I, we were just talking about something. We were laughing. I can't even remember... I was laughing. Uh, My mom, they were like nurses. My mom was telling a joke or something. Like, we were, I was literally in the middle of a sentence when I passed out. The device went off again. Look, the nurse was in the room, so the nurse got to see it too, luckily. So they had, so the goal was to get me stable. Um, You know. So at first, we were blaming COVID. Like, COVID did this. It's all COVID's fault. I was in the hospital for like two weeks um, they were trying to get me stable find the medication that would get rid of my PVCs and stuff and uh, they're they're trying to figure things out they got me stable enough to where I could just be in a heart area for at the hospital I, I being admitted so I didn't have to be in like in the the, the, the mm-hmm. ICU luckily they got me stable enough where I didn't need to be in there but they didn't know what was going to happen. They weren't sure for sure. If I would, if I'd make it, They, you know, like, it was just kind of like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if your device is going to go off, but if we don't get these PVCs under control, it's going to go off. Um, and I guess during the two weeks they uh, I barely remember, but I guess they asked to do, they were like, has anybody ever done genetic testing on you? I was like, no, what would that have anything to do with my heart? And they're like, actually it can have a lot. Or something. Not you know. They're like, it could do something. You know, can we check it? And I said, yeah, dude. If you think it'll help fix this, like, we don't know what's wrong. We've been battling this twelve years, and nobody knew what was going on. Actually, battling it longer because it started at mine. I was sixteen I, with chronic chest pains, and I had a. My, my, I got rushed to the hospital in the ER from school at sixteen. Week of testing, and they literally told my mom. That they refused to diagnose me because I was 16 and my heart was acting like a 60 year old and that was not something that should be happening. So nothing was ever done. Nothing was ever done for it. So yeah, like I said, it was, it's all a mess. Like All this health issue has been such a freaking mess. It's insane. So I guess they do genetic testing and I don't get the results back for a while. Um, I'm already out of the hospital. That's another story that I'm so mad about. Um, but anyway, so device goes off. Hospital. Or goes off three times. In the hospital. they, I'm, Medicine's making me sick. I'm throwing up this one heart medication. It's an arrhythmia medicine. I'm trying to get rid of my PVCs because they think that'll get me stable. It does. And I know me mean wrong. I found it. It did. It's helping me. I'm stable now, but. They kept having me take this medicine, they were like, you gotta get it down, try to hold it down, I'm throwing up, I take it, I literally, not even 20 minutes, I'm throwing it right back up. My body is reject, for some reason, likes to reject heart medications, no matter what it is. They make me very, very sick. And some worse than others. So, for like three or four days, like, they're like, just keep trying, keep trying, and Finally, the fourth day, my sis, my big sister, because my husband had COVID, my big sister decides is the one in the hospital with me, Um, and she's spending the night. Like she spent almost the full two weeks, I think, other than like two days. I'm very thankful for my sister, because I I knew it was killing my husband that he couldn't be there, but he also had to take care of the kids. You know, we have three kids, three of them that live with us, four all together. So. He can't be there. But I have my big sister who's looking out for me. She finally tells the doctor, she cannot take this. She is throwing up everything and it keeps making her throw up any food she can get down. Because every time she takes it and it kicks in, she throws up. And they're giving me nausea patches and stuff. Um, but And in, in, in the sad thing is, if I didn't have the nausea patch... The nausea was a hundred times worse. Speaking of nausea, I'm dealing with that right now. My uh, heart medications are kicking in now. So I will not be able to move around now anymore. I'm going to be stuck mostly in the same spot. Um, I have these tummy drops that my mom found. They are freaking amazing. If you ever have nausea or car sickness, these are called tummy drops. They have a little bit of ginger in them with other flavors. There's a pumpkin. There's a plum. There's a vanilla... U.E. one they're really good um and you know they help so much with my nausea if i didn't have those in this nausea patch, i would be in a fetal position probably every single day throwing up anyways she tells the doctor stop she cannot take this anymore finally they switched to another heart medication called flecainide flecainide i think it's flecainate or something like that same scenario, I take it, I get super di- I get dizzy, like, but it's not as bad, I'm, I'm getting dizzy, and occasionally I gag a little bit, then after a date, like, I was just dizzy. And I was trying to explain to them, like, I feel like I'm on a, what's it called? I don't know what's it called, I can't think of the name, Graviton. I, I, of course, I said I can't think of the name, and then it pops up in my head, so... A graviton, for those who aren't aware. You lean up against the wall and it starts spinning really, really fast. And you get sucked to the wall. And then imagine that stopping out of nowhere. Now, I'm not worried about the whole, yeah, you're going to drop, you know. Um, But that's not the part that... But imagine how your mind would feel stopping suddenly you'd be spinning still your vision would be messed up that's how I felt that's how I feel now I won't lie it is a little bit better than it used to be I've gained weight um, finally after since May No, yeah May, March no uh, I've been able to put on weight since September sorry slowly very slowly it actually took a little bit I actually dropped weight and then I think about November, I think I started gaining weight again. Um, Finally, able to keep some foods. I don't know, it was rough. But on top of this, so not only could I can't eat because I have no teeth, but now I'm dealing with all this nausea. So it was, it was hard. It's been a pretty rough battle. Luckily, the flecainide completely took away my PVCs. So they're like, this is going to keep you stable. You have to be on something. And yes, we know you're dizzy and makes you immobilized, but you need this medication or you, your device will go off again. They also explained that it was not COVID that caused it. Like I said, it was the malnutrition. Um, They told me even if I hadn't gotten COVID in a month or two, maybe three, this was going to happen. I was already heading down that road. I didn't have enough magnesium in my body. For, and I guess magnesium is really important for your heart. So my severe malnutrition malnutrition that now malnourished oh good Lord I can't speak or say the right words malnourished is what caused it. Covid just decided to put me again I saw I said earlier front of the line and say okay you're this is happening now it sucked. family witnessed it turns out we actually have we have security cameras around the house and because I'm home alone and can't do anything I can't really protect myself me and we have cameras so we you know my husband can kind of keep an eye on me you know not like make sure I'm okay like nothing happens i didn't pass that make sure i don't pass out or something you know which you know security and plus i i'd rather have that because i have you know i have severe anxiety so being home alone scares me so knowing that we have cameras made me feel safer so it's like i, I don't care like i have nothing to hide from my husband i don't give a shit you know i'm not doing anything wrong so i i'd rather him be able to look in the cameras if i've passed out and be like oh god something's wrong the ambulance. you know Luckily that has not happened other than, you know, the day everybody was home. But turns out we had my device going off on camera. At least with the EMT and with him. I also had a video of after I left my oldest breaking down. And his dad, daddy, comforting him. The mind another story. My oldest is adopted by my husband. Adoption just took place a year and a half ago. Um... So I was in the hospital. I... Decided to go look through the cameras. Because I was told that... It was caught on ca- ca- camera. And out of my stupidity... It was probably the worst thing I should... I should never have watched it. I... I watched the videos of my device going off. It was probably the scariest thing I had ever watched. Worse than Walking Dead and all that, I literally watched myself go into cardiac arrest and my device go off. The jerk in my body. It was terrifying. But I happened to just keep going through the cameras a little bit. And I saw my my husband having to comfort my oldest. I felt so bad. And there was nothing we could have done. Like, we had no clue this was going to happen. We had no clue my device was going off. So, like, we could not prevent him from seeing that. You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing. It sucks. Luckily, my my son is one of the... His, my kids are so strong. He just, his only concern was me. Was I okay? My babies are so amazing, all four. Sorry, I know I keep, I this. It's just, it's hard, like going and remembering everything, all this. But I was dumb. Watch the videos. Of it done and I, I should never because I don't think it helped my situation though sorry Oh, trying to get it together so going back to my rough day my random out of nowhere can't handle gore anxiety panic attacks while sleeping weird dreams we're wondering if maybe if in September I'm having PTSD of it or I'm traumatized by it I can't handle death because I almost died now don't get me wrong I've had other death experiences I know this sounds bad and I'm kinda nonchalant about it but over the 12 years my heart has failed four times so pretty sure you you can only imagine what that entails my heart failing on me i've had a heart attack at 20 or 21 one or the other i can't exactly remember now this heart attack luckily was so minor it didn't it didn't do anything they were like if it wasn't a heart attack whatever it was pretended to be one it seemed made it seem you know that's that's how unsure like it was such it was such a mild hearted like a little bit of a heart attack um but anyways I've coded during a procedure I've had seven ablations I think two of them had things go wrong during them and the last one I coded now, it's another story. Doctor told my husband that my blood pressure just dropped and everything was fine. I woke up in the ICU and I said, what happened? And the nurse is like, you don't know what happened? And I was like, no. They were like, you coded during the surgery. And my, my husband go, what? Like, at the same time, like, he was unaware. He was like, they told me her blood pressure dropped only. Because I remember being in the, the hospital room and I had there was something going on everybody was in a panic there was like 20 doctors around and they were trying to get a second like big IV port whatever in in, and then they kept they couldn't do it and I was I'd go I'd wake up and I would scream I'm in so much pain they had to give me something to wake me up from the anesthesia and it hurt like really bad and so I'd wake up I like I kept telling them hurt I was like stop the pain please stop I was begging pass out again and I wake back up they were like stay with us stay with us you know stay awake they were trying to get me to stay awake I remember asking to talk to us like am I dying and they were like no you stay with us you stay here stay awake like I don't think if my blood pressure had just dropped that everybody would have been acting like that but I don't know um so there's that anyways I can go back and if Lee said had- Anything I'm talking about, feel free to ask questions if you have any questions, you know. Or, like, I can have an episode talking about that specific thing. If you want to know more about something specific, we'll gladly, gladly go over, um, with it. You know, maybe it's like, you know, I don't know, there are other people who have had this experience. Or have had similar health issues, you know, like, with things going wrong. And you don't even, that's not even half of it, like... I haven't even gotten to the worst part yet. I mean, well, I've had pretty bad things. But there's something that you're going to be like, really? What the crap? You know, I can't believe that happened. You know. I might save that for another episode, though. Because this one's getting pretty long. (laughs) So, anyways. Um, I, um. Where are they at? Oh, yeah. Medication, found the right one, wasn't COVID, um, it all leads back down to we we're thinking that's what's causing my issues now, because before I had no issues, and now I can't, and I love some, some of my favorite animes is ReZero, and Tokyo Ghoul, um, Attack on Titan, like, I love those animes, I'm sure so willing to, I, and I, I have watched all of Attack on Titan, and I have watched all of Tokyo Ghoul that's released release that I know of, I think, I'm pretty sure, I have not finished ReZero, and I was struggling with it, it was so dark, and I, 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 don't know, like, it was, I was struggling, and there were some other animes that I was having to turn away from, um, my husband was watching Breaking Bad, he's never watched it over the years, and he finally, he was bored, he's like, oh, I'll give it a go, and I'm sitting here trying to write my book while he's watching it, because it's not my thing, but I wanted to be in the same room with him. We tend to do that. I'll do one thing, he'll do another. But we like being in the same room. You know, just to be near each other. We don't have to be doing the same thing to be near each other and we're happy. Don't get me wrong. I love when we are, you know, doing stuff together. But just being near him makes me happy. Uh, by the way, we've been, me and him have been together since 2011. So we've been together for a long time. Um, but in Breaking Bad for those who know there's some gory stuff that happened and one time there was one where a lot of people died and it showed a lot of visual and I got gagged I, I, pan- I went into panic attack and I actually had to tell my husband, I was like, I gotta go upstairs, I'm sorry, I have to leave the room, I can't do this, I can't, and he was like, I, I, he, and he understood, like, he noticed it affected me so much, that was probably the worst one of it all, like, since. And I was like, I just like, baby, I don't mind you watching this, but there might be times that I can't be in the room, because this is hard, like, I don't want you to stop watching something you want to watch, but, I don't know, it, it's triggering something. And that's the only thing we can think of. Because why would I go from being perfectly fine with gore and death to not being fine with it? Um, now, mind you, I've also had a lot of family members die within this past year. Um, I've had like 10, 15. And not all of them are close. I have bawled. Cried my eyes out. Now, after September, I've had three family members sorry not 3 I've had two family members pass away one I was very close to the other one I haven't been around them since I was a kid but when I was a kid I was I they were I loved them they, they were my cousins um so uh now I got a five minute timer saying that I did running out of time but anyway so I haven't cried I just found out my cousin died like two three days ago and I have not cried and when my grandma passed away a month ago I cried when I was first told but after a few minutes I got it together which is unusual I'm hypersensitivity like I everything affects me I'm empath like I I'm hardcore crier I haven't cried yet so we think it's it might be due to that we're not sure um but It's just one of those days where all this is on my mind. And it just makes it hard for me. You know? So... And you can't help control, like... Control it. So... You know, I'm hoping reaching out, talking about it. Others might be able to relate to just having those rough days where everything seems to be piling on. Everything that's happened is just being, you know, like a reminder in your head. But anyways... Um end of this episode, I guess, for now, um, ask any questions, feel free, I will do my best to answer any of them, um, uh, do an episode of specific things, if need be, you know, um, but anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful day, um, or night, whichever it is for you, and, uh, I hope you enjoy, you know, this, and like I said, no, it's not always gonna be doom and gloom, you know, there'll be positive stuff, too, anyways, have a wonderful day or night and I will catch y'all later. Thank you for tuning in in just a moment. Bye. So I just kind of wanted to clarify some things listening back to the, um, ramblings you know of a rough day or rough day ramblings sorry as I say my own title wrong um a few things that I noticed that that might kind of be like "Eh, what so I wanted to mention that you know when I I had said that I like tried waking up my husband during my panic attacks um and like and he can't really he can't remember what they are Uh, I was worried that people would be like, well, why can't he remember if he was awake? Like, what you're panicking about. So I wanted to kind of explain that by the time I woke up and realized what I was doing, like, I was still trying to wake him up. Like, it happened so quickly. So he kind of went, huh, what? And and he was like, it's okay, it's okay. You know, he would kind of rub my back. But he was still kind of asleep, like, because I didn't, like, fully wake him up. Because once I realized, like... I was fine, it was just a dream, or an an attack, I, we, we both went back, like, to sleep, so, I don't even, I mean, I was awake a little bit, but, like, luckily, it didn't seem to, you know, get him to where he couldn't go back to sleep, so, as soon as he went back to sleep, he kind of just forgot what it was, you know, um, it was more like a dream, but he knew it happened, you know, so, and I mean, to me, it's okay, like, it might be better, I don't know, he... I'm glad it didn't disturb him enough where he couldn't go back to sleep cuz he does work. He actually is the working one in the family with me being sick and immobilized mostly. Um he's having to do a lot. Um you know, he's having to do stuff I normally would do, you know, you know, cleaning and grocery shopping and stuff like that. So there's there's that um that's so that's why he doesn't remember the other thing is, I mentioned me having depression and, you know, and stuff. I do want to clarify that my depression is managed. Um, I take Kratom. It does help with my anxiety and my depression and stuff. But I wanted to be clarified, I don't have, like, depression to the point, like, I need to be hospitalized. Now, back during my first marriage, and I had some issues, you know, 13 years ago. Um, this was before my current husband Uh, so there's that's another time for another story I did have bad mental health but I'm not I don't know if I'm ready to dive into that specifically just yet because that's with my first marriage and you know things happened I have a child you know between me and from that first marriage I love my my sweet boy um but uh you know And, and, and me and my ex-husband, we do get along now for, you know, for our, our son. And we are, we're working really well together to, you know, co-parent together. So like all three of us, you know, my husband's pushed stuff aside for our, our son as well. Um, cause he's just, my husband's very protective of me and our sons. So, and things had happened, but again, I, uh, I, as of right now, on a good, good terms with, uh, my ex-husband, so, uh, so I don't know if I'm ready to dive into that stuff maybe later on, so the other thing I wanted to, um, I mentioned the choices that I made, I, I, I want to make sure everybody knows that I do not regret the choices I've made, that has led me to this life that I'm, I'm living now, yes, I'm very sick, um, but I... I have four beautiful kids and my husband and we are a mixed combined family, not mixed family, combined family. So my two oldest boys were my husband's step kids. Um, but he's adopted my oldest because his father's not in his life at all whatsoever. Um, my youngest boy, of course, his father's still in his life, so he's not adopted. It would be his choice. Also, the adoption with my oldest was his choice. My my oldest, we let him him decide. He was old enough to decide if that's what he wanted. And that's what he said he wanted. Um, Because we told him if he didn't want it, that was fine. Like, we would have been, you know, his, my husband would love him just the same. But, you know, so, but I'm happy, like, I wouldn't change a thing. Yes, it's been a rough rough life. And I've had some bad things happen. I've been essayed and, uh, I've been, you know, the R word. I don't know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say on here, so I don't want to get banned or anything. Um, you know, I, I, it's been rough. Like it's, uh, we can go like, and that's for another, I guess, episode or a question or something. Um, I also noticed I kept trying to say malnutrition, And I don't even, like, I know that wasn't right. I meant malnourished. I was very malnourished. So, but sometimes I'm not very good with words. You know, English is hard. (laughs) But, you know. And then the last thing I wanted to clarify was when I explained about, you know, having other death experiences... So, I didn't mention that those other death experience I had, I wasn't aware, really, until after the fact. Um, You know, having issues during procedure, you know, my heart failing wasn't very, it was like, it was, it was more just like, oh, your heart's failing, if we don't stop it, you're gonna die. You know what I mean? And, you know, um, during the surgery, I was, you know, out, passed out, you know, in and out of it. So, it wasn't like, this time, yeah, I passed out. But when the shock went through my body, which woke me up, I felt the shock go through my body, which, and then the burning around my pacemaker burnt, it like burned in its area. So like, there was more. There was pain involved. There was more awareness involved with this one, and it happened multiple times. So it wasn't just like a one-time experience. Wham bam. Thank you ma'am. It was, wham, an hour later. Bam an hour later to, boom, (laughs) so, like, it, I think it did affect me, because it was more, like I said, I was more aware than I was all the other death experiences, and then, uh, so, again, just trying to clarify a few things that I caught, um, you know, and like I said, again, I'm happy to answer any questions that are appropriate, um, you know, feel free if you would like to ask a question and you're not sure it's appropriate, you know, about my health or, you know, like, I don't get offended very easily when it comes to stuff like that, but um, I, I will not answer very inappropriate questions or anything like that. So, I don't know, we, uh, I, I don't think I have anything else on that one, so, to clarify, but that's all. So, again, I hope everybody has... A rest of your day, an awesome rest of your day, and I appreciate you tuning in to just a moment. Um, and uh, I will catch y'all again, uh, later. I hope that y'all come back and listen to other episodes. Okay, bye. This is just a test to see how the episodes and stuff work. I need to like figure all this out.